This is what we've been waiting for. Time for the Saturday run. We're ready to go here. For Hard Yakka, a history of hard. For McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. Murphy, underground ball, shallow entry inside 50. Gibbons gets another chance. Didn't want to have a shot. Eventually does have a shot and it was the right thing to do. Out the back now, Fisher. Look at the pace. Beautiful speed. Couple of bounces. Third bounce runs towards goal. Get it to Eddie Metz. Yeah. Oh, sold the candy, Eddie. They'll love this in Darwin. Gibbons has got one. Chance to get a second. That looks, that looks good, Gibbons. That's three in a row, the Blues. Put the handball back to Walsh. Our man to tackle. Yunes. Ed Curno, boot to ball. Quick reply coming up. Carlton, there it is. It is all Carlton. They have one in Darwin on Friday night. Nice to hear a beautiful calling of last night's game. Of course, the Blues far too good for the Suns. And we're going to dissect that among everything else that's going on in AFL footy at the moment with the best team in the business. Uh, starting with old Fat, who's just wandered in. And uh, I'm not sure I've seen him look worse. What's going on with you, please? <laughs> oh, I've just been down the Cremorn on the frothies all night eating palmies. No, no, no I've just had a big day. A big week, Jim, we have on the Russian Not really more than any other week. No, we haven't done a lot, to be honest. No, no. i just... Uh, this rain, terrible conditions. I've, I've just slept in. I yeah, have. Just, uh, went through, and that's a danger when you live in Geelong. Yeah, because you, you then sleep. got an hour yeah, exactly. in the chariot, <laughs> and it doesn't get any shorter. No, it doesn't. Indeed. Uh, very nice to see you. Yes. Ducks back yep. in the white t-shirt. Yes. What is that oh, telling us, Brian? He's got a very nipply white t-shirt. Yes. Well, I just thought I'd brighten the day up, right? Let's be honest. When even though we're locked away, when the sun's out, you can just you can still get yourself up and about. BT. No, no. no. When you Get up today and it's this sort of weather. You just got to brighten the day up. You put a crispy white on. Just put you in a good frame, frame of mind, BT. It's the old uh, catch the eyes you walk past uh, yes. operation that Duck uh, employs on a it's Saturday a, morning. A, that's not even, that's barely a medium. Because he says he jogs yeah. to the hey, studio. It's a, it's, it wouldn't be a medium. By the way, uh, I've got uh, the, uh, extra uh, over the top, the hard yakka uh, jacket. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Which you uh, traded up uh, oh, with me, JB, yeah. because I ordered a medium. <laughs> <laughs> so you've I've, now got a small. I've now got a large. So, uh, it's a disease that, that uh, Duck's got is uh, wearing things that are small. Well, <laughs> too small for him. And Damo, nice to see you on a Saturday afternoon. Thank you, Jim. How cold is it down here in Melbourne uh, now? No, well, it won't bother you oh. for too much longer, I'm hearing. Oh. What, what are you Damo's doing? demanded that he hub. Yeah, this is what I hear, no. Bill. This is what I, I haven't hear. heard this. Now, this has come... Oh, Damien. Circuitous route. It's come to me through a circuitous route. What's that mean? That Purple has gone to the top of our game. Oh, well, so not Richard Goiter, who's the chairman of the commission, yeah. but one down from that Gil. is Gil, well, he, who many would argue runs the game anyway. He does. He? And, and my understanding is Purple... Now, you can correct me when I say oh, anything here wrong. here we go. Purple right. has gone to Gil McLaughlin and said, I am too big yeah. in this game to be left oh, here. Those... I need to be up in no, the hub. So what is going in the next, the next move? The next wave? What are those little September fish? 1. You're a pilot fish. You want the pilot fish <laughs> under a whale's <laughs> tail. Is this just, true, Damien? They just sit under there and just yeah. swim. <laughs> and they <laughs> use the current to suck them along. They hardly <laughs> even swim. They use the big boss's <laughs> propulsion to go forward. Look at BT <laughs> on this. Just, uh, 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 I haven't seen this excited at 12 o'clock now, on Saturday. For no, all, but hang on. But the real issue is... Is this true? Does this mean, is it true, as yeah. Bill said, mm. and secondly, if it is true, does this mean that you're giving, you're shelving us for the year? No, it doesn't mean that at all. I'll be able, I'll, we'll be able to do it remotely, time. yeah. And well, that's not real. As always, there's a bit of mayonnaise put on what Jim had to say. There, Which bit? But the bit that I made the phone call. Oh. I, I, <laughs> well, you didn't have to because you work in the same I, I may have re- received a phone call to say that I may be going up. It's all unconfirmed at this stage. So that'll be that'll be seven weeks you'll be up there. Yeah, or, maybe even longer. Yeah, so it's a, it's a uh, while, isn't it? If there's a if there's so a the gap Queens, in the how many people in the, the Damien, finals in the, in the Damien Barrett party are, are, are there'll be one there'll be one so <laughs> whereabouts in the Queensland in I, the hotel where the if I teams go are? I'll need to do the fourteen days bill which they do in a in a secured resort, so to speak. Well, you've got to be careful place. with some of the coaches that yeah, don't no, like well, that. Is true. I'll and need to it. know where the Bulldogs are as, as a starting point. <laughs> That's right, yes. I'll what? need to know where the Richmond team exactly. is based, I think, for another assistant yes. coach. So you better be careful, Damien. We're the only no. two, though. While we're on Damo, 
the reason why you probably want to go up there. A little birdie tells me that uh, they saw you running during the week oh. like a real tosser with three-quarter length tight with no shorts. Oh, no. Did you have the Pretz out the front? I would never, Chris ever, Judd's I would never ever wear those tights without did, shorts did, over the top. Did you have three-quarter tights on? I had some leg-warming type <laughs> pants on, but the shorts <laughs> are over the top, though. I reckon and it the, was like a little praying manish. Yeah. And the same person <laughs> told me. I banged out a four-minute K on one of those. Oh, same, well done. The same person what, told one? me that you were skipping yes. sideways <laughs> over the puddles. It was like little <laughs> Oh, did they? The same person <laughs> Runners wet, didn't want to make a splash in the puddles, and you were just little, little uh, deer. Just yeah. I did get drenched at one stage, and the glasses weren't. Uh, weren't and doing they, a lot what about the feathers? The feathers went back because this particular you are I was fogging out with a mask on, and then the windscreen wipers on the glasses. Feathers, mate. This feathers. particular person was with his partner at the time, his beautiful uh, girlfriend, and they they just saw this, uh, like I said, this praying mantis-looking type creature <laughs> running towards him, and he's so gone. Was... Oh, uh, well, she's gone. I think this is. Guy Pierce, <laughs> and he said, "No, nah, it's Dan and, Andrews." And, and uh, then my mate and said, uh, "As he got close, he uh, could see the crack. He looks good from afar, but <laughs> far from good." And then he started looking more like, well, just Damo. <laughs> so, so fat. <laughs> my mail is. So he, that, Duck? Damo said, "The the action is He's in southeast there. Queensland, yeah. and I'm in Melbourne, and I can't be out of the action." Damo. So is that what I need. That's what I hear. So I need. To be a part of what's going on up there, so I need to be hub. I, I think I think I need to. The Done. first of September. Now, who else is going to be on that plane with you, Gary uh, Ablett? Gary Ablett will be on that plane uh, oh. because he hasn't been given a special permission that he was seeking. Shane Edwards. Uh, you'll find there's. Um, I would imagine heavy the hitters. Chief executive of the AFL's on it too. Right. Maybe, maybe a few commissioners. Right. I would imagine. Yes. So, so your mail's. Relatively right, Jim. It's oh, yet to be confirmed. Could be a couple of others on that. Uh, well, probably is... need a wingman. U- UBT? No, not me. But oh. do you need a wingman? <laughs> I don't want your wingman style. So. No, no, I don't need you. No. Well, fat. You could have been on it if you hadn't been banned from the Noosa. <laughs> well, yeah. well, you did, didn't you? The, the news club up there. Who did? They, but you. I haven't been they, banned. They, they banned you. I'm number one ticket holder. <laughs> number one ticket. I'm going up. Are you? Uh, do you have to quarantine for two weeks? Yep. Yeah. Outside of the... And are you taking what are you going to do? Oh, you'll you'll play crosswords and do all are that boring <laughs> shit. Are you taking... Um, <laughs> are you taking your Siamese cat and your puppy dog and you're going to take a carton up there to adjust the walls? That's right. Are you going to be demanding? <laughs> yeah. and... Oh, imagine him. He'd be doing I'm a goldfish guy. Yeah. What else I've heard? There's a couple of boys <laughs> in here a bit jealous. A couple of boys in here... Uh, Jimmy boy, they're a bit jealous that uh, Damo is going up oh, there because oh. they've been making calls to Lewis Martin. Hello. Oh. Daily calls. Hello, Hello Brian. And Brian, Are you going and, up, Brian and Duck. Don't you say anything. And don't I, say anything I for a joke. Made any calls. Yeah. Uh, Brian. None. Daily calls, None. two or three a day to None. Lewis Martin. I heard this. None. Lewis Martin. I and can I go up there and be in the hub? Because I should be there because I'm the number one. Bruce, uh, Me and Bruce Bill, aren't getting on well. I'm always <laughs> yeah. honest, but no, that's not true. Oh, you're always honest. <laughs> <laughs> and Gary O'Keefe. What's his, what's his title? Well, he's got a head of, he's the head of footy. Football. He's got to be he's up there. very important. He's, well, also, you've been ringing him. You've been driving him out no, like, like Warnie. me until <laughs> he's You've been making that many calls like Warnie. <laughs> to Gary O'Keefe and to Lewis Martin driving a mad because you want to be up there, bro. No, no, that's, that's, that's not true. Will you be <laughs> on the ground for yeah. the finals? Yeah, just answer to, the question. I want to be, Bill, yes. wherever the team is. Oh, that's, you've never said that in your life. Which team? Yeah. So wherever the you. team is, and I'll do whatever is necessary, firstly, right. for Triple M, you, uh, but most importantly for Channel 7. Oh, yeah. And also, <laughs> what about Bruce? Firstly, most, most important. important. <laughs> so work that out. So you get paid more. You get paid more by seven. Firstly. <laughs> I, I will be looking after both of my employers who have looked after Have you been talking to Gary and Lewis about going up to the no, hub? No, I haven't. Have oh, you, Jim? Don't no, you been no. no, Jim hasn't. Don't no. even know that I'm the hub. Down here. Oh, I'm no. Melbourne-based. That's right. But, well, uh, 
I'll tell you. It's what I do know is that it, obviously the grand final is going to be up there. That's, yes. That's well, we're going to get to that a bit later yeah, on. Yeah. But Damo, yes, uh, yeah. definitely Queensland grand final. We can say that. Uh, no, we can't say that because there's actually been a COVID a outbreak. outbreak, a, a little one a overnight. Night. But right. I, look, if you're a betting man, Jim, and we are all are to a certain degree, always responsibly, I think they're a dollar. I said a dollar five last night. They might be still a dollar twenty-five now. So, so nine cases overnight. Yeah, up in it's not, not a good sign, is it? No, uh, it's not good. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Out of nowhere. So, look, the WA Premier seemed to concede as much yesterday. We'll discuss this at greater yes. later on in the show, Jim. But he he made a uh, "we're playing hard to get" comment yesterday, which uh, yeah, not, I, that I really think, doesn't work when you're trying to lure someone. Yeah, to your joint. yeah. It illustrated where he's at. <laughs> so, <laughs> did only come out of last night's game with you and Bruce? Why? Uh, Why was Brian? Should, they, should they be? Bruce McAvaney roasts Brian Taylor over weight issue. Oh, what a lot of nonsense. Well, that's what the headlines are. I'm just reading well, it. Go and read the story. Uh, Aussie sporting icon Bruce McAvaney has given Brian Taylor a roasting on live TV after taking his revenge on ice cold fashion. Did you know anything about this, Brian? No, nothing about it. This dude, uh, duck, yeah, well, apparently. Duck, duck work with me, he doesn't know anything. I don't remember. Well, that's the headline. That's what I'm reading. I don't make this stuff up. Mate, you're a click, you're a click, you're a click, you only go to clickbait click sites. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's all you, your which brain publication is that, Bill? Well, it's clickbait. just on the uh, wires. Yeah, but which yeah, publication? But public, What's it say? Yeah, public, Whose name is on it? Um, uh, Tyson Otto. For who? <laughs> For the news.com. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's interesting. Did, there was something. Didn't uh, he say something quite funny and, Brian, you didn't go with it or give him any encouragement? No, no, I was thinking about what I was going to say yeah. when he said it, so I didn't hear what he said. All right. And then he said something about the lounge chairs out in the crowd and he said you would have be hard to find one of those or something. Oh, so you know more about it than you let well, it Well, I, I, I read into <laughs> it a little, little bit, Brian. He's got a bit uneasy. Come on, Brian. Are you oh. fighting with Bruce? He went with an old... Corny line that uh, you know oh, you, you well, need a bigger chair, BT. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, so there is something in it. Well, now I remember. <laughs> oh, now you remember. That's well, a corny line. That's, that's well a... of course I would <laughs> because I'm six foot big. four and Bruce, you're four foot one. Because <laughs> you're of a fatty. Of course I need a bigger chair. <laughs> you're a fatty bombarda. Of course you I two. do. You need two fatty bombarda. And the stitching may need to be double stitched. <laughs> Where. Bruce can sit in a little cane so, basket. <laughs> so Brian, Bruce had a really good one, and you gave him nothing because yeah. you're worried about what you were going to say. He's yeah. gonna, he's you know what that's like, Doug? <laughs> when you don't listen and yeah. we say something good, well, you've you got to be prepared. Oh, by the way, Bill, I did. And Bruce, to be <laughs> honest, to, Bill, to be honest <laughs> with you, I didn't think it was that good. <laughs> oh, you can judge for yourself. Oh. Have a, shut, uh, quiet for a oh. second. We're going to have a listen to it. Oh. Oh. A lot of threes. Three goals. Three minutes, three entries inside 50s for the Blues. That's a hat-trick, BT, in more ways than one. It is, Bruce. Thank you for that. <laughs> the hill is full. <laughs> that, that's my best work for the night. It's just, just dished me off. No, no. That is uh, very nice, Bruce. I acknowledge it. There's Miller. Swallow. The game's too fast, Bruce. Oh! Yes. <laughs> Hang on. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. When you guys, were, I want to paint the picture to the audience. Oh, no, no, we don't want the picture. No. Us. When you guys were listening to that, you're thinking, yeah. to, I could see he's all sitting back very quietly and uh, almost a bit awkwardly yeah, okay. going, oh, this is not as funny as we thought. No, 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 no it was. This is funny. Really no, and it. you're thinking, why are we playing? Can this? you get the chairs? The chairs yeah. bit where there's some people sitting in the chairs in the outer and, and Bruce goes, Brian, you'll need a bigger one. Um, Phil. <laughs> Phil, I remember now. I might need a bigger one, but you need a big bastard. All right. This has segued us beautifully, Purple, into what we're going to do next, which is deep dive into some of the extraordinary feuds that have been happening in our game. Lockdown. It's incredible. Brian and Bruce. Lockdown. That's number one now. Well, now. We didn't didn't even know that one. You're going to have to write that down. But it's it's just been extraordinary, the bluing that's gone on. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to just have a close look into who has 
been fighting yeah. with who yeah. and why oh. in the last uh, four or five months. It's been unbelievable. <laughs> uh, by the way, for Hard Yakka, no shortcuts. We make it tough. We make it right. Workwear without compromise. We're Australian for workwear. <laughs> Work hard, play hard, laugh hard. Hard Yakka, a history of hard. And for McDonald's, get into Macca's today for hot, juicy, tasty burgers made with 100% Aussie beef. Triple M Rock, Saturday afternoon football. The Triple M Footy Saturday Rub for Hard Yakka, a history of hard. From McDonald's. Triple M Rocks Footy. Well, we're coming back because we need to deep dive into some blueing that's gone oh, on uh, all over the place. But one's come late to us, which we weren't even aware happened. And this is, of course, during last night's broadcast, where it obviously got a little frosty. We can actually hear what happened. Uh, listen up. Look at that. Talk about come prepared and all different seats for all different weights, Bruce. Well, <laughs> you would be a challenge, wouldn't you? But anyway. Um... <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I've got a long memory. Here's Crips coming out of the back. Oh. 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 Yeah. Bang. Uh, Bang. Said, What's here? Said with a beautiful smile from Bruce. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, I can actually see him, you guys. Oh. Do you talk after the broadcast? Say, hey, mate, that was a bit of fun, wasn't it? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Hang on, oh. duck, don't touch me. <laughs> see, I'm going all right here. Don't jump in, right? Just sit back and let it go. Let it flow. Shut up. Jesus, <laughs> shit me with the way you carry on. <laughs> sit there. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, we don't talk. You talk like after you it and go, that was a bit of fun. I had a bit of fun there. That was good. We don't good banter about the chairs. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Right, right. That's funny, BT. <laughs> Not bad. You right? <laughs> Bill, yeah. we don't talk like you do at the pub, <laughs> where you deal exclusively in rumour, innuendo, malicious gossip. Well, this is and malicious gossip. You've walked in here today, <laughs> and you've laid on the table five affairs that are happening. Oh, and no. it is absolute no, nonsense. No, I didn't do that. No, you didn't did quite do that. Yeah. <laughs> but are you all right? Are you and Bruce all right? We we love each other. I know. You, you come across very well, and we I love, love the way it's other. going, but and there's a couple I of little thought, cracks just no, forming. No. I thought last night it was a real love-in. Twice right. in the one broadcast, yeah. though, for, for the public to We have a great love brought in on the for each other. Righto, Duck. Right. Come in now. So <laughs> what we've got is the lockdown has caused tension everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Uh, people have lost their ability to think properly, <laughs> yeah. uh, to actually operate as human. We only need to look at the bloke who's running the joint to see how badly you can stop operating. So, but within our own game, Purple, yeah. we, we have had some extraordinary one-on-one stouches. It's been extraordinary, Jim. Now, now, run us down them, please, because I need to get my head around well, this. I don't know where to start, actually. And I think we now need to start with number one being Bruce versus well, T. That, that, oh, we knew there was night. some friction coming out of the Channel oh, 7 there for a few weeks, but it's now very apparent. Right. You know so, what? So, Bruce has let go a few things yeah, this year, he hasn't he? Has. He's, he's, he's had opinions on, on it, Gary Ablett. Gary Ablett? Yeah. But yeah. Bruce I'm, I'm more, loving the new Bruce. Bruce yeah. is more relaxed. Even more. Uh, working with Duck and I. All right. But so he has relax. said a few yeah. things, hasn't he? Well, Jim, Good. What, where else? This is the idea you had um, just with all these people oh. blowing up. Now, oh. da- Damien Hardwick. <laughs> idea I had. It wasn't you. No, you used... Idea that JB had, but you've somehow got yeah. the I like it, though. I like it. Go on. Da- Damien Hardwick um, took on Hugh Rimmington, the great journalist, yes. a couple of weeks ago over, over a matter that needed to be dealt with, and the club mm-hmm. dealt with it really well. Got himself into another brawl during the week. For those who haven't caught up with it, uh, David Schwartz had some comments to say about Tom Lynch and then uh, Dimmer, in true Dimmer fashion, fired back this way. Yeah, I thought the carry-on was completely over the top, to be fair. Yeah, those sort of things happen within the game 400 times, but for some whatever reason, we all got all went after Tom Lynch. So you know, I found it disappointing, especially from some of the, you know, the players that made comment. You know, David Schwartz was completely over the top, you know, Mark Robinson as well. So I was incredibly disappointed with that. They really should have a good hard look at themselves because I guarantee you there's a few players out there making comment, mainly I'm looking at David Swartz here. I played a grand final against that bloke and within 20 minutes of the game he was crying. So have a look at himself at some stage. Genuinely worked 20 up. 20 minutes. Genuinely worked uh, up. Petri wishes right now he didn't say that. Yeah. Do you think so? Yep. Yeah. I, I didn't have as big an issue with it as, as you seem to have and, and others do. You, you had an issue with it too, Duck. I didn't have an issue with it. I, I think what uh, Schwartz said about Lynch was wrong, personally. 
I agree with what Dimmer said. I thought that was a complete overreaction of a forward just doing, you know, small things. Yes, they're frustrating, and but when defenders do it, on-ballers do it to one another 20 times a game, as he said. So I thought that was over the top. He was defending his player, and then I think, think he went over the top. To throw back to 20 years ago and talk about a grand final that he played against Schwartz, I just thought it was unnecessary. It became personal. So I think they both got it wrong. The timeline interests me too because they're only 10 points down at quarter time, Mel. <laughs> yeah. If he was having yeah. uh, tears, it might have come later in the game than 20 minutes in. All right, so that's that. Well, that's just one. That's, just one. Yeah. that's number two. The number right. one was Brian yeah. and uh, Bruce. The V8 racing car driver, Craig oh, Hutchison. Jimmy. He, he's not even trying to find fight, no. but they're coming to find him. Andrew Bogut out of nowhere took him <laughs> on two weeks ago <laughs> and sent some Krispy Kremes in. And, and then David Schwartz went in during did. the week. He did. David Schwartz, who was then the subject of Damien Hardwick. So... Schwartz has had a crack there. Eddie, Eddie's just fighting with the world. He, he, he had a stint there for a while, Ed, where he was literally taking on everybody. But he's pulled I, up a bit, hasn't he? He's put a bit. Yeah, he has, actually. Yeah, he's come yeah. back. He's, uh, he's identified and focused on Nathan Brown for some reason. It's been the focus of some of that. I don't, I don't know what Nathan <laughs> what, Brown's done. A little knife, Brown. Yeah. yeah. How's that? I, think so, I like TJ that. and I on the Sunday footy show, Bill, one yeah. day had, had a bit of a crack at Ed, but that happens. And But he seemed to focus on but you, Nathan Brown out of it. You two did. Uh, Tony and you went pretty hard. It was over the Collingwood stuff. Yes. Which, uh, and we yes. know Ed watches the show, so it's always... The good thing about it, he, he will always get over it very, very yes. quickly. Yes. Of course, these sit neatly beside the uh, fights that you're having with all of the coats. Oh, well, no, we're going <laughs> to get to them. That's still to come, Bristol. Don't worry. We, 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 we will get to that. Right. I was trying to leave that one alone. <laughs> yeah. uh, Clarko and, and Horse, once yes. the, the, the most famous of friendships back in the late 80s, Duck, where it was formed when you first joined North, and those two men were there before Clarko moved on to the, the Melbourne Footy Club. They've been blown. Uh, it initially started with 2013, when, um, when Horse got uh, Buddy Franklin away from the, the Hawks. But the comments that Clarko made about Papley staging BT, that, that drove another wedge into this friendship during this COVID-19. That was an Shut extraordinary down. one. I yep. agree. Uh, Rusciuto, Mark Rusciuto brought down half the uh, yes. ex-Adelaide Crows. And, <laughs> and, and the guys have used on that. Oh, <laughs> Roop. Hugh Greenwood took a particular <laughs> offence to it on the same weekend that Rusciuto had some comments about him. They got into a Twitter stouse. That goes back a few weeks now. Um, my mate Luke Beveridge is taken on Caro during the course of yes. the week. She she had a story about Lockie Hunter potentially wanting out, and Bevo wasn't having a bar of that. That when uh, Mark McGowan, the pre- premier of oh. WA, he, he's just taken on the entire AFL <laughs> system has, in a way that he? no one has ever done before. To the point, Jim, where we might as well play it now. Even even yesterday, when this grand final was slipping from the reaches of, of WA, he just decided to have one more go at the AFL. We have advised uh, the Commonwealth uh, that obviously if uh, they meet our health requirements, well then it should be held in Western Australia. Uh, Clearly uh, Optus is heaps better than the GABA. Uh, Clearly if it can't be held at the MCG, uh, it would be better here if they meet the health guidelines. I get the feeling Queensland, they've set up a committee or something and they've got, you know, teams of people working on it. We haven't acted like that. I mean, you know, we played a bit hard to get. That's on the basis that we have to put the health and well-being of our citizens first before the grand final. He's played hard to get you. Yes, yeah. he's played so hard to get that he won't get. <laughs> and, and there hasn't been a case of COVID amongst any of the players during all of this, and yet McGowan is going on about that. Yes, Optus Stadium is a better stadium. It is. But the rules and guidelines that they make you play under in West Australia are not going to help a grand final no, ever, be, ever be staged. A dangerous game, that. Hard to get. I've tried that. Have you? And, <laughs> and, and guess what? You made I, yourself so hard to I, get. I never got caught. <laughs> <laughs> I never got I was just going to ask you, Duck, before we move on, the, the concept of playing hard to get. If, if you oh. Ever tried. Oh, oh, my wife Move on, that, <laughs> I, I, I want to go back a step. So oh. what, Eddie, the, Eddie Nath Brown, what was that? Over? I don't know. He's named Nathan Brown twice <laughs> as the focus of the – I think the, the Irish is directed at the Sunday footy show and maybe TJ and myself but unfortunately for Nate the eye has been personally related to, relatable to Ed he would, that name he would like that too no, no. He's, he's, that, he's that sort of weird unit he he's, would actually like the he, fact that he was thrown in there he's, for whatever reason he's very right, who else um, we've got Kane Corns this oh, goes without saying he could have 10 of him he's got 10 <laughs> Tex Walker's been the Texan. focus the, the AFL umpires are off Kane as well but there's all others yes. um, Mitch Robinson and Tom yes. Lynch I mean that that Tom Lynch issue 
where he took on Witherden in round 10 and, and then last week when he took on Collins. And the comments around that from Schwartz and Mitch Robinson and Tom Lynch, that, that has actually been the focus of the biggest blues. And, yes. and look, as we discovered in the first segment, Jim, when Bill brought it to our attention, the, of all of that, oh. the biggest blue oh, in, the, in the COVID-19 <laughs> shutdown has been no, no, no. Bruce McAvaney The biggest The biggest blue. Now I get it. The biggest so blue. So what he's gone with, he's gone out <laughs> the top with the reminding of Bill. And then uh, he's come on at the end because... The others weren't there. Oh. No. no. What he's trying to do, Bristle, is avoid bringing up what was the biggest blue in this last Yes. Oh, and one? that's uh, Damo and now yeah. Whispers. Yeah. Old Wisp. Oh. Yeah. Tim Watson, yeah. the yeah. great premiership superstar from very, the Essendon Footy Club, Whispers. Very personal. Very got personal, very said Damo had a jaw that was as breakable as a wine glass. <laughs> when he speaks, people listen. <laughs> and, uh, Bill, you yes. obviously did a lot of work with Whispers, Whispers back in the day. Yep. He doesn't do it often, but when no. he does want to go, he yeah. goes. He's actually yeah. very intelligent. Yes. What he says is actually quite good, but funny. And, <laughs> and I did have a chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> if we all know Damo, you have a little chuckle over that one. But yeah. uh, I remember once when I used to walk the TAM with Whispers. Yes. And uh, we uh, were working on the other station. Yes. Over there. Happy, and, and, happier days, Bill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you and Tim had a split, did you? No, no, no. We're walking the tan. <laughs> Just thought I heard that. But anyway, <laughs> and, and 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 on the morning we might have said something. Oh, I didn't. But uh, Whispers said something about Spud's coaching. Uh, oh, at Richmond. yes, yes. And we did. And then, of course, we look up. We're walking along, and here's the whole Richmond uh, oh. uh, boys coaching group. Coaching group running. Spud's out in front. He oh. gets out in front a little bit, and as he goes past, he says a couple of ooh, he gave choice words <laughs> to Whispers. And then I got, you know how tough I am. I got, I, I thought I was going to get belted by Spud. Anyway, we walked about another minute. No one said anything. I said, do you hear what uh, Spud just said? He goes, yeah, I did. Mm, mate, but Spud had a big crack <laughs> on, on the, ta- on the it tan. It took Bill a minute to bring it up. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> everything, go, everything go okay with you? Well, what do you mean? With whispers? It was I know, thing. what you were just saying then. No, no, it's fine. No, no, we're good. Me and Whispers are good. We go around to his house. I've been to his lake house where you won't get invited. To. <laughs> no, no. Well, I'll tell you. Not the, that I'd want to either. Bill, a but, nice but. Uh, summary of what's going It's been weird. The, the whole thing's become weird. But I'll tell you the other thing that's uh, become evident to me in the last half an hour. Yep. Fat should sleep in more often. <laughs> you, you've come up with oh. more zingers yeah. in this half hour than you have in the whole year. Yes, I know. I'm, and that's it. I'm having a spell. All right. Simon Goodwin. <laughs> To join us next. Hard Yakker, a history of hard, of course, and for McDonald's, get into Maccas today for hot, juicy, tasty burgers made with 100% Aussie beef, Triple M, Rocks Footy. The Triple M Footy Saturday Rub for Hard Yakker, a history of hard. For McDonald's. Triple M, Rocks Footy. Saturday afternoon, the game of the round. We are about to broadcast the Western Bulldogs and Melbourne. Melbourne in the eight. Western Bulldogs trying to get into the eight. Melbourne on some sort of tear. Won their last three. Starting to play very, very nice football. It's time we speak to their coach. Of course, this man, two-time premiership player. Five-time All-Australian duck. Five. Only five. Five-time All-Australian, former teammate of yours, of course. People forget with these coaches how good they were when they played. Five's pretty good. So we need to just point it out to the people (laughs) listening. But, of course, uh, now in charge of the Melbourne Footy Club, Simon Goodwin joins us. Goody, welcome. Yeah, afternoon, JB. Afternoon, boys. Nice. Three weeks of work the D's have put together. What's changed, if, if anything? What, what's happened in that time in your eyes that have got your boys playing as nicely as they are? Yeah, look, it's probably been building over a period of time. You know, I think there was one game against Port Adelaide, which was just way off the mark. But before that, we were you know, playing some consistent footy. And there's probably more around the defensive side of the game. We've been able to keep teams to pretty low scores. But what we have done is developed a bit more opportunity in the way we score and you know, we're getting some great targets with Wiedemann and, and the boys down in our forward line and um, you know, giving our smalls some really good looks. One word, uh, Goody, synergy. And when your ball movement moves the way it does from back to mids to, to forwards, guys like Wiedemann, you give them a little bit of space and a little bit of room and all of a sudden they're producing for you. Yeah, they are. You know, ability to, to use the ball a little bit better and execute. You know, the right level's been, been really pleasing. And you're right, you know, all the forwards look better when, you, when you're doing that. And as you would have experienced in your day, Duck, um, you know, if you can get the ball used the way you want it, you certainly impact, increases your ability to score. 
And when when you do get Gorn back, Goody, will you be tempted to use both Ruckman in the same side or not? Oh, look, we, we haven't done it so far this year. What we have done is we've used Luke Jackson now. We haven't got Luke Jackson for a period of time. And, um, you know, we're probably one tall injury away from having to have a look at the, the two rucks in the team. So it's certainly something we'll consider, but there's no doubt with some tools down in our forward half, they're giving us great aerial competition. So we certainly won't want to lose that structure moving forward. Goody, I listened to all the experts and they said there's no way you could have Viney and Brayshaw in the middle. How are you going to do that? Funny enough, last week they played in the midfield and guess what? They're all good, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a funny one, Bill. It's probably one of the more talked about things at Melbourne, but you know, we're no different than any other club. You know, we've got five or six guys that roll through the middle of the ground and um, they'll all share the load. You know, Christian mm-hmm. Petrarca will play forward, Clayton Oliver will, Jack Viney will, you know, Angus will spend a little bit of time you know, on the, on the wing at times. So they need to share the load. They're all good players and um, you know, we want to get them through there. Hey, uh, Bailey Fritch started half back, gone forward last year or so. Um, looks really good there. Looked really good in both positions. Ultimately, Goody, where do you think he'll settle? Yeah, look, we drafted him as a forward and that's where he started his career with us and, and due to um, lacking a few kickers in the back half, we, we moved him back there into in 18 um, but you know we got him back into the position of where he got drafted and you know I think if you look at his, his stuff this year he's had nearly the most shots in the competition so um, you know he's, he has a, a happy knack of being able to find shots at goal and um, you know he's certainly a much improved player. Simon you mentioned before uh, Petrarca will go forward at, at times did you expect for Marcus Bontempelli to spend the, the majority of the game on him and, and in those moments when Christian does go forward do you think he may follow him down there as well? No, I don't think so. I think they'll be pretty happy with where they position Bont and that'll be around the midfield pushing forward for, for their team. And you know, there's no doubt at times throughout the game they'll find themselves on each other as Will Clayton and, and Jack Viney. So, um, you know, it's going to be a real shared responsibility for us through the midfield today. And you now we know what we're up against. You know, they're a very um, informed midfield group and, and have a lot of depth in recent weeks. So, Goody, do you put a do you put any time into Bond and Pelly in a, in a negative aspect, or you just take them on head to head? Obviously, Harms has done jobs on on players before. What sort of focus will you have around that? Yeah, we've certainly got um, some strategies around certain certain areas on the ground of, of what positions he's in. Um, and if he gets out of hand, we've also got a what if up our sleeve for what we do in that case. So he's someone that we need to be um, really aware of. He's, he's in really good form, but you know, we're also backing our boys in and our structure and the way we're playing. So there's some things that we can go to if we need to. So, I mean, you play with a very explosive uh, midfielder in, uh, in Mark Rusciuto at his peak. Is, is, is Christian Petrarca tracking to have the, a similar impact on the game than, as, as he did? Uh, I hope Bruce's not listening, but I think he might be a bit better. Um, <laughs> well, I hope he is listening. <laughs> he's, uh, <laughs> he's, um, oh, he's just unbelievably dynamic around the footy. Um, you know, if that ball's within 10 metres... Um, his ability to win it in those areas is his first rate. And now he's getting better and better with his forward craft to win one-on-ones forward of the ball. So um, he's a much improved player and he's starting to, to really blossom into um, a player that's going to really excite the competition for many years to come. Will we see a shootout today? You're just going to let him go? Because what have you averaged? About 93 points the last three weeks and then the doggies have kicked 72 and 111 in the last two weeks. So might see a shootout at the old... Uh, Carrara. Yeah, like it's it's um it's interesting, you know, I think for us it's really a strength v strength game. You know, they're the best team at moving the ball from the back half of the ground and um to the other and, and scoring and, and we're probably one of the best teams at defending through the middle of the ground. So um you know, we're gonna back our defence in and get our opportunities on the back of that. Hey, Goody, the other one I like is little Cozzy Pickett. Uh, know a little bit about him, of course, because he spent some time at my brother's joint. I'd, his head would still be spinning from that, by the way. <laughs> but uh, he's got some tricks, this little man, and he gets some nice forward pressure. I, I reckon he's a beauty. Uh, he's a ripper. Um, he's just uh, a beautiful young man that brings a lot to our footy club. He brings an energy, but you know, he's going to, as I said, excite excite the Melbourne supporters for a long time. He's got an unbelievable step. He, he puts a few party tricks on at training mm-hmm. and he's, he's slowly bringing him out during games. So, uh, yeah, he's going to be uh, a real watch for our supporters and for you guys. His old man's a stand-up comedian, Goody. No. Yes. Yeah, no, it's, it's extraordinary to think that. You know, if you, if you meet Cozzy's uh, shy, reserved young man, then you meet his dad and he's a stand-up comedian. So, it's, yeah, it's quite funny. <laughs> No, it's brilliant. Hey, good luck today. Can't wait. This this is going to be a cracker, I reckon. And uh, the Demons just rolling along nicely. Good luck with the game. 
Thanks, guys. Thanks for the support. Cheers. Simon, Simon Goodwin. It's a good plan that uh, Goody's got there. The what if plan, isn't yeah. it? Do you hear him say the what if? What if, yeah. Imagine if you weren't big, Bill. You know, what if? Oh, duck. oh Brian, oh, you're what, what if you didn't wear a white t shirt? <laughs> what if, well, your what? goggles didn't fog up? <laughs> and what if JB wasn't oh. so arrogant? Oh. Oh. A totally oh, different oh, world. Right. You it? know who's got the weight issues here. Bruce said it last night, and oh. he's trying to throw it over this way. You've got the weight issues. You had it as a kid in the basketball. It's just a what if plan. And you're in the back pocket. What if at lunchtime you never got picked? <laughs> Until the, oh, the little hey, fat hey, kid will have Everyone wanted to be on my team. Oh. I want to be on Brian's team. Oh, I want Brian. to be on Brian's team. They all want to be on my Bru- team. Not Bruce. What if you only made four phone calls a day to Lewis Martin and not six? Yeah. Oh. What if? <laughs> Is that true that you do want to go up to the hub, you and Duck? No, never even considered it. You, you, oh, <laughs> you got some information, Bill, oh. in the last ad break. During the ad break? Yeah. Now, Duck, you don't lie, do you? No, no, Bill. So, have <laughs> yeah. you spoken yeah. to uh, to uh, Duck? I, 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 Lewis. I rang. Yeah. I rang Ewan uh, during the week. Who's our, our boss at Triple M? Our boss at Triple yeah. M. He's up in the hub. He's yeah. up in Queensland. Yeah. And I just sort of had a bit of a chat to him. And as I and what about? Funnily, uh, well, just about going up into the hub. Don't try and be funny. And, about, and, and who, <laughs> who rang him just before and, you? And he said, uh, funnily, funnily enough, you bringing this stuff up. I've just got off the phone to Brian. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and, then I rang, and then I was speaking to Gary O'Keefe, and, and he said, funnily enough, I was only speaking to Brian. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, Brian. And then uh, I rang Louis. What did, Lewis, he, what did funnily Lewis enough, I've been speaking to Brian. <laughs> oh, no, Brian. <laughs> so you lied. You have lied to no, the what Triple Duck, M what people. What Duck says is right. Yeah. What? What Duck says is 100% right. Yeah. I've just been speaking to Brian, but what he doesn't tell you <laughs> what? about other matters. No. <laughs> <laughs> You can't wait to get up to the hub. And then you're going to go home and tell the doll and the kids, I've got to go. I've got to go up no, there. No, and no. I'm on my own. No. You'll get up there. You'll love it. No, Brian, I'm don't not. lie to the people. I'm you not. want to get up there in the hub. i tell you what I'll do. What? I'll go wherever people oh. want me to go. Oh. Where does Bruce want you to go? Yeah. I don't know. He, want, he don't want you to go. Where he is. Friday night. I think, he wants, want... the, I think he wants you to go to Saturday night. Oh, yeah. I think, I think... Bruce, Bruce is clear to go. He's from Adelaide. He can go to Queensland oh. today and fly out tomorrow. Breaking news, Basil's on Friday night. For <laughs> no, Basil Basil's and the, Bruce. Uh, Basil's the Lord Mayor of Perth, Bill. And, <laughs> no, uh, he's yeah. handing over all of his media jobs. No, so I don't think he is. He's... If he gets Friday night, which there's a bit of ooh, unrest, <laughs> he might be the man and he'll give the mayor stuff the ass and he'll go Friday <laughs> night. Uh-huh. And then you might get Sunday late. The late game late Sunday. Game Sunday like JB, Gaz, myself used to. That's it. The, the turnaround game on a Sunday. Yes. Funny how it used to be the good one. And now it always uh, tended to rate pretty well. Um, now, what we're doing is taking a break because we've got the great Chris Grant to speak to next. Uh, superstar player, but also head of footy at the Western Bulldogs. They take on Melbourne today for Hard Yakka, a history of hard. And for McDonald's, get into Maccas today. Hot, juicy, tasty burgers made with 100% Aussie beef. Triple M rocks. Saturday afternoon football. The Triple M footy Saturday rub for Hard Yakka, a history of hard. For McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. For McDonald's, Triple M rocks footy, of course. Get into Maccas for hot, juicy, tasty burgers made with 100% Aussie beef. And, of course, Hard Yakka. You're listening to the famous Triple M Saturday rub. And the boys are all assembled here. Damo doing very nice work. So is Bill. BT in very, well, career best, I think you have to oh, say. No. And Duck, back in the white tight T-shirt, which is how we like him. <laughs> and we speak to football royalty right now, boys. And that is the man that runs footy at the Western Bulldogs. And what a great player he was back in the day as well. Chris Grant joins us. Chris, welcome. Good afternoon, boys. How are you? Good, mate. Now, we're fascinated. This is the game of the round for me, and I'm fascinated by the Western Bulldogs because your best is as good as anyone in the comp, but sometimes that doesn't present itself. Why does that happen from where you're sitting? Yeah, well, we haven't got it right, that's for sure. Um, yeah, as you say, our good has been very good and been very pleasing to see. Um, and then when we've been off, we've been really off. Um, Probably the only sort of real close game that we um, that we've really had for the year was against the Suns, and um, the rest of them have um, have got away from us if we've lost. So um, that's a challenge for us. Um, I think element of that um, probably put down to a pretty inexperienced group across the board. And some of those games um, we've had some experience go out and and brought some of the kids in, which is terrific for the future, but doesn't always bode well for um, for the immediate game you're playing. Um, so that's a challenge for us, no doubt. And I think you know, the reality for us um, as a footy team is 
uh, we haven't got any wriggle room as far as sort of getting it wrong between now and, uh, and mm-hmm. the end of the year as far that as was, the finals. That was going to be my next question, Granny. You're at six wins. You've got four games left because you've got a bye in the last five weeks as well. And it's going to be ten. You're going to need ten to make the finals by the looks. This, this is yep. a do-or-die game today for you guys. Yeah, it is. It is. And we've got some some pretty big games in, in those uh, four games after this 2BT. So Melbourne Melbourne have hit some form, um, playing some good footy, and they desperately need the win. Um, so as you said from the outset, um, JB, it's a huge game for, for us, but also for Melbourne. Um, but in those uh, last four games after today, um, we've got um, got some pretty uh, big games in there. Uh, the Cats and the West Coast and mm-hmm. Hawthorne in Adelaide. So... Um, if you could pull one thing out of the Melbourne uh, learnings this week, Granny, what would be the number one thing you think is the danger? Well, they're moving the ball much better. Um, they really are playing much more direct. And I thought um, the significant difference for them the last three weeks has been their pressure at the ball. Um, that may not necessarily mean that they've actually converted those into tackles, but they're really hunting after that loose footy and putting the opposition under pressure um, and, and squeezing right up on them. Um, uh, when uh, when the opposition's got the footy, so uh, I guess that's part of um, you know being a good footy team uh, these days. If you don't put that type of pressure on, you're really not going to be able to succeed. Um, and we've been hit and miss with that. When our, when we've been up and pressing the opposition, um, I thought we've actually played well. Um, and then we've been off in that area of the game, and uh, we haven't played well at all. So that's that's certainly the area that we need to be prepared for today. Because I think the Dees have done that very well recently. Chris, I know you've got bigger things to worry about than the uh, the aesthetics of the game for the person watching at home, but is it possible that we may see Petrarca go up against uh, Bontempelli for the, the entire game? Oh. <laughs> I'd love to see it from a purist, no doubt at all, Damien. Uh, wouldn't it be amazing? You just don't get that, unfortunately, through the midfield unless it's a, unless it's a real hard run run with tag. Um, you know, the, the boys play multiple positions and certainly Marcus does. Um, he's got that ability to push forward and of course Chris, uh, Christian, he's, he's been amazing being able to push forward. So I think you'll see elements of it. Um, probably not for the whole game, unfortunately. Do, do, you, do you have a, a plan though to try and shut down Petrarca at, at some stage, if it's not Marcus? Oh, you've got to, yeah. You, you've got to um, put a lot of time and, and effort into, um, you know, the better better uh, plays in the in the team, whether a gun forward or, um, or a gun mid. Um, the game's generally won or lost by um, the very uh, best players, either playing well or not um, for each team. So, I um, mean, Christian's um, season probably last year was a, a really massive step forward. He's just taken it to another level this year. Um, he, he's so explosive. Um, he's sort of fife-like in that way that he just breaks tackles and pushes some barges through. Um, sort of Dusty does that, doesn't he? So... No, look, we're going to have to have to man him um, wherever he is. Um, but as as we know with these types of players, and, and Christian's one, he'll push forward and spend a fair bit of time inside 50 as well. Um, so the backs will have their, their work cut out. Talking to the head of footy there at the Dogs, Chris Grant, who won the Brownlow in 1997. But he did. Each, and uh, <laughs> I wonder if you think – we'll ask you about that, Granny. But I tell you what, Thanks, it's Bill. nothing – No, well, you did. You had the most votes. Um Oh, nothing better than having a big forward in the goal square. Like, you've got some big forwards here you're talking to, Granny, but let me tell you, having Norton up there, because you've had blokes up there like oh, Dunkley or even the Bont or Wallace, they think they're big forwards. They're not big forwards. If you've got the big Norton there, mate, kicking goals, it just it's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, it's like Crocodile Dundee, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Here's, here's a forward for you. Nah, I'll show you a forward. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and uh, and uh, Aaron... Aaron's, you know, he's a super player, and um, he, he showed all of his um, wares last last week. Um, we had a lot of, lot of the footy, and gave him a fair bit of access. Um, unlikely, um, under what I was talking about earlier around Melbourne's pressure upfield, um, he won't get as many looks this uh, this week, I wouldn't think, but he'll he'll certainly make the most of them. Uh, of course, you know, having Josh come back into the team as well. Um, yeah, that'll that'll certainly help us up there because we are going to need to uh, just get in at times um, and not be precise um, under the pressure that they'll put us under. Granny, is Tim English playing? Yes, he is, mate. Yep. He's, so he's got up to play. So he comes up against Bruce, who mm. I thought he's been pretty good, been pretty solid. He's obviously a massive body, but you'd expect English to try to get in with his athleticism around the ground. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you've got to try and play to your strengths, uh, whether you're that's your team or that's individually and for him um, his ability to obviously uh, start 
to get first hands on the ball for us is critical. He's very mobile. Um, so we hope that'll uh, stretch the D's and, and, and Braden as well. Granny, how long have you been doing the job you're in? Yeah. Uh, a 50 year, mate. How difficult is it to say everything right all the time? You just haven't put a foot wrong. You yeah. just don't, you never say anything wrong. You're just absolutely spot on for the job you do. How difficult is that? <laughs> it, has its, it has its moments, mate, let me tell you. Um, yeah, behind closed doors may not be as, uh, as calm as this, let me tell you. Well, I've got a question for you, yes. Granny. You were one of the very few that got hold of Duck back in the day. Hang on, hang on. Shush, uh, let Jim. I haven't finished the question. And he, and he won that brown lights in half back. When that happened, Granny, did Duck, did the lip drop? Did he? You know, did you notice some of the oxygen sag Start out of the great quiver. man? That, what was it like? when you actually got hold of him? <laughs> Did his well, duck ass hit the deck? <laughs> no, no, I, I will say that um, one of the most favourite games I think I've ever played in, um, which wasn't a final, it was actually the, the Kangaroos were played in the last round of 1988. It was a cracking game. And, um, and Duck and I played on each other that night. It was probably square, but it was a great battle. Um, and the oh. Kangas got us by only a few points in the You're end. Modest. A, You're a modest. You're modest. Too modest. Well, it was. By the way, we only played on one other a couple of times because generally they tried the whole team at some stage. We don't, oh, we don't, we don't need you, Duck. Yeah, we need Granny not. giving the answer here. There were some good kids running around too back then, just, back in the to, late eighties. It may be a raise what I just said, and let's let's go with the truth. I reckon that. <laughs> That's better. That's what we like. And, you, and have we got the father daughter? Have we, uh, Granny too? Yes, we have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Isabella uh, was drafted last year to the to our women's team, which is terrific. Unfortunately, she had glandular fever, um, oh. and uh, and then did her syndesmosis that has become a an affliction for, for every what player is, in the competition. Now, these now, days. Granny, what is syndesmosis in our day? Was it a a, a, a sore ankle? What is it? It was, it was a rolled ankle, a high ankle right. sprain, is what we oh, used to call okay. it. And we probably played it in week, Bill. Yes, exactly. Not as bad as we thought. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sounds good. terrible. Hey, the other th- question I've got for you, Grandy, is, of course, our Friday night man, uh, Luke Darcy. You uh, crossed over with him, I'm pretty sure. Mm. When he first yep. arrived at the club, could you believe his unfeasibly skinny head? Like, <laughs> when you looked at it, you thought it's long and narrow. Well, there was it matching his legs. His legs weren't much bigger. Uh, <laughs> I, I can actually remember him thinking it was, it was like a young foal, you know, when a foal comes yeah, out yeah, and can hardly yeah. stand up. Um, <laughs> but, uh, he, I, I played, well, he, he was drafted, I reckon, around 94. So I played a lot of footy with Dars. Um, and and uh, both of us actually retired this end of the same year of 2007. Well, I think you carried him as well, but uh, yep. we need to let you go because you've got massive business to do today. Game of the round, as I said, can't wait for it. The Dogs and Melbourne, good luck with that. Good on you. Thanks, guys. Chris Grant, one of the best Boy. and good man too. Do you Ripper. know what pick he, he went? Life. Western Bulldogs got him with pick number 105. Fair dinkum. 105. <laughs> Jeez, that's a career. He kicked 50 got goals as, as a 17-year-old in 1989. Yeah. yeah, he was pretty good, wasn't he? And he sort and of played, played that first half of his career centre-back. And then he, he came back to play forward when he had already played started, about 220 games. Started, or 200. Forward. He started forward. He started, he kicked, yeah, he started forward. But, yeah, as a 17-year-old. Yeah, 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 but played most of his footy centre-half-back and... Yep. One is Brownlow at centre half back. Yep. Uh, nuts. Nuts, footballer. We need to get to a break. One triple three five three fat. What? I get the feeling the you're not close to ready. No, I'm not. Let me prepare. Right. Don't talk to me. <laughs> you got an ad break. No, <laughs> no, it's racist. Belly. Fat Yakka. We believe in the Australian legend and for McDonald's. Triple M Rocks. Uh, get on the phone right now. One triple three five three. By the way, quiz next. Triple M Rocks. Saturday afternoon football. The Triple M Footy Saturday Rub for Hard Yakka. A history of hard. For McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Triple M's magnificent segment, the Saturday Rub Quiz. Here's your host, Billy Brownless. Been reeling since it got Sandy Roberts. This quiz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It has never got itself back on track. So today, Fat... <laughs> People ring, you quickly get to them, find right out what they've been doing, ask the questions. So I've the, been told. Ban the quiz. I've been told. Righto. Righto, let's get into it because you can win the magnificent TaylorMade Trust Harder, oh, yes. Jim, which is really, really good. No doubt. And the TaylorMade Tour response golf balls. We've got Joe there. Go, Joe. Just doing some paving, Billy. Oh, good on you. What? Uh... In the wet? Yeah, it's right. Oh, no, mate. it's uh, undercover, BT. You've got, uh, a, you've got uh, a bit no. of sand as the base foundation, or are you <laughs> going under concrete? What, how are you doing it? Oh, a bit of sand and screening, and then some mortar in the uh, in the crack. 
All right, mate. Couldn't give a stuff, Joe. Now, what number does Melbourne's Christian Petrarca wear? Uh, five. Well done, well, good Joey. Start. Good start, Joey. Joey's away. Good start. Which Hawthorne player recently suffered a season-ending knee injury? Oh, James Sicily. Yes. Oh, he's all over it. He came during the week and said, I like being the baddie. I like being the villain of the AFL. Do you hear that? No, nothing wrong yeah, with that. I did. No, I liked it. He, yeah, he, he owned it. Embracing like it. Like Damo. Oh, right. Oh, 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 another oh, clip oh, for Damo. Come, come to me on the, uh, on the uh, <laughs> question line. three, please. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. question three is a... Get around him! Well, you got Brian and Bruce, you got Duck and the White Tea, and you got Damien Dan. Righto. <laughs> go. In the 2018 final series, which two teams did Melbourne defeat? They're on a roll, the D's. Oh, right, you, Bill, 2018. This is lifeline, oh. don't forget. So you got Brian, you got Darker, you got Damien. If you want, uh, to. I'll go alone. Oh, oh, you don't want any help with him. Right no, no help. Uh, the cats and the hawks. Oh, Jeez, <laughs> Did they smash the Joey cats. Go. You know you don't bank your lifelines. Mm. Well, he's still oh. got three. He's got a bit of Puerkaroon. He's very happy with him, old Joe. Uh, uh, Joe Dirt might be looking for a very short time to answer the next question. Number four. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. How many times has Eddie Betts won Goal of the Year? One, two, yeah, I know, three. Bristle. three. Leroy. Oh, I... oh, what'd you say? Um, you say... He said three, Bill. What a shame. Don't take it personally, Damo. He's just giving you a clip. Just it's all right. You and Brian are just jumped yeah. on poor old Joe. Poor old yeah. Joe. He's poor. doing his best. Oh, you got it right. Raving. Oh, there's Billy and McRae. Hey, Billy. How you going, Bill? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, you can't acknowledge. <laughs> Yes. Poor old oh, Billy, he's no. just a poor yeah. fella from the grave. He's got to listen to the quiz. He finally got on the wireless, Jim, and you banged him. Oh, it, is a, it is a strange quiz that you can't yeah. say no. hello. That was started by our okay. former man yeah. who didn't want to acknowledge anyone. Yeah. And so it's but just stayed as a tradition. But historic. he's asking. He's asking. Right, how we are. He's, it's uh, historic, Bill. Let's yeah. go to Anthony in Parkville. Just watching some basketball. Yeah. Oh, who's oh, winning? Doncic. Did you see him go off with the ankle? Looks yeah, bad. about five minutes ago. Yeah. The what are, the, what are, are they saying? What are the commentators saying about that? Just for an update on uh, any Dallas fans out there? Nah, I've been listening to you, Blake, because I've got no idea. Oh, mm. anyway, listening to us. Bad ankle for Luka Doncic right. gone off. Uh, Go on, right, Fat. No. Thank you, Ant. Um, Anthony, how many times has Eddie Betts Now won? coming back. Mm. Uh, <laughs> four. 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 Oh, nice. So four times, 2006, 15, 16, and 19. Nice. Not a bad effort, is it? That's four a times. Good effort, yes. Number five is a... Get around him! So you got Brian, you got Dark, you got... Daniel or Damien, which Indigenous player is a two-time premiership player at two different clubs, one a Norm Smith and also the AFL Rising star? Oh, this is easy. Oh, all right, Tuck. So, uh, Ant, you can go alone, as I, Joe Dirt did, I, or... I know this too. I reckon I'll go Damien. Oh, oh, he's gone. Brian not picked. I can't believe he. Yeah. Brian never you gets picked. I actually, Bill, can you please read it again? I actually Which, played with it. Well, why didn't listen? Well, I did, but it was a bit complicated. So you can't I, see and you I, can't I, hear. I actually know the answer. Yeah, well, there were tears. I played with the guy. Indigenous player, two-time premiership player yep. at two different clubs. At two different clubs. One a Norm Smith and also won the um, Rising Star. So oh, played in yeah, two yeah, premierships yeah, overall. I've got it now. I've got it now. Oh, it's you right. pretended you've got it. No, I do have I do get it. It's it's Byron Pickett. Uh, well, you're very confident, and Yeah, we'll go with Byron. Yes. Old choppy. Jeez, we're up to six. It, am I going too quick, Jim? Because or... Iyer's uncle, who's playing in the Yes. Yeah. And a wonderful man and a wonderful footballer. Tell you what, Thank he you. Was, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was good to play with. Oh, he would have been. And a good fella, choppy. He was tough. Good. good loved, uh, love, you know, just uh, heading oh, out. This will be Heading out. <laughs> loved. Why he snipped you. <laughs> Righto. And Melbourne have had two NAB AFL Rising Star nominations this year. Name them. I know this. Uh, one Kaziah Pickett. Hang on, you've got a lifeline, haven't you? No, no. Uh, no, he's didn't. No. Yeah. Um, oh, the other one's Luke Jackson. Oh, well done. Nice. nice. Oh, the ant's on fire. Well, ant. Number seven, David Swartz, the big ox, has been involved in two stouches this week. <laughs> <laughs> Who against? The big oxy down there in Bowen Edge. Good man, the big ox. He's bigger uh, than one, me. One, Damien Bigger Harvey. than me. Oh, well done. Shut yep. up, ant. I was talking. Um, <laughs> he's got big. Yes, well done. <laughs> uh, was the other one Hutchie? 
Yeah. <laughs> Actually, wouldn't you love to see that in the uh, boxing ring? Hutchie and Swart. He took to the supercar driver. He did. He did. did. He gave he him did. a real short back and inside. He didn't want to come back either. Oh, I know. Ah, and uh, Marco Allen too, of course. Yes. yes. They worked together. Number eight. Get around him! Righto. Which one of these following players did not play an AFL-VFL game for both the Bulldogs and Melbourne, the game we're about to do, okay? Was it A, Les Bamblett? Oh, Good Bam- player. Yeah. Good, Good player. player. B, Craig Ellis. Ooh. C, Gary Baker. Ooh. Or D, Rick, Ricky Jackson. Gary Baker owns down at great oh, restaurant. Pub, down Rockwall. At Hobart. Yeah. Rockwall at uh, Salamanca. Yeah. Beautiful. Good man, no, Gary Baker. Baker. You I get know, a big I, bastard steak out again. Yeah, now, this is a lifeline. And I so, think I know. did not play a VFL, AFL game for both the Dogs and the Ds. Uh, we'll go Brian. Yeah. Uh, Brian. Brian. Come on, Brian, Bruce. Uh, Which question. Brian have we got? The one that wants to help or hinder? Yeah. A question. Oh. <laughs> if you weren't talking to Gary Baker, which one of these players did not play a VFL oh. AFL game? I'll rule them out. Lally Bamber, who was a very good player. Ah, he's out. Oh, Craig Ellis. He's out. Yep. Uh, Gary Baker. Hmm. Or Ricky Jackson. Ooh, it's out of those two. Right. Now, I'm pretty sure, because I've been down to Hobart recently yes. and I've had a chat to Gary Baker, and we were speaking about this very subject. No, oh, yes, man. <laughs> were you really? And he said, did you know that I da-da-da? <laughs> and <laughs> I said, no, I didn't know. So I would be 100% sure <laughs> that it was Gary Baker. See a Gary Baker. <laughs> Anthony? 100%. Yep. It. yep. Yeah. Oh, oh Brian. <laughs> Brian. Come on, Brian. Oh, Brian. You are naughty. You have <laughs> sold him up the river. Well, that's what you get when you take Brian before me. Righto, Joshy. I'm just looking for me towels, Bill. Someone's nicked them from the laundry room. What, your towels? Yeah, I live in an apartment building. Went down to check me towels and they're gone. Well, and your jocks? No, just need towels. The jocks are still there. Someone oh, stumped yeah. his towels. Oh, take his towels. Oh, wet outside. They right. might have wanted to smile. Mm-hmm. All right, oh, mate. Did you, uh, which one of the following players did not play an AFL-VFL game for both the Dogs and the and the Ds? It was Bamblett, Ellis, Baker or Ricky Jackson. And you haven't got Brian. You haven't got Damo. So you got little Ducky. <laughs> Fluffy Duck. Yeah, oh, we'll take Duck then, eh? Yeah, well, I'm normally 100% right. <laughs> For a very good reason. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I am 100% sure it's Ricky Jackson. Oh, you're going yeah, with, we'll go with that, Bill. We'll right. go with that. Well done, Duck. All I'll say is this, Fat, because yeah. what do we get question two? Only two left. Two left. Mm. All I'll say is this. Uh, this all points bulletin out to our man, <laughs> Gary Baker. Yes. Given that he's had repeated mentions, mentions and yeah. also Rockwall's yeah. been mentioned yes. and the state. If we go down sure there called Rockwall. and have to pay a cent, <laughs> yeah, I know. there'll be trouble. <laughs> And it's very good food. Beautiful The food. best yes. steak. When are we going down, though, Jim? That's a good question. And no, we're not travelling for seven years, thanks to old Forey. But still, when we can, <laughs> when we can, we're going there and Gaz, look after us. Yeah, he's, right. a, he's a good man. I go to the brick myself down the road. Do you, Bill? Yeah, yeah right. Oh, I've got a uh, message back from him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, number nine. <laughs> in, in what year did Gavin Wanganeen win the Brownlow medal there, uh, Joshua? Uh, 92. Oh, Joshy. I know this because I was favourite. Well, you're not in oh. this. Uh, right, let's go to Pierre. Hello, Pierre. You polled in 10 games in this year. Yeah. Making oh, some lunch, Bill. A lot of one. Uh, nine, one votes. What are you making for lunch, Pierre? Just a sandwich with some pickles in it and some uh, French salami. Oh, I thought oh, you oh, have nice. a bagel. I thought you have a big bagel. No. <laughs> No. Don't like my French? <laughs> no. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> Pierre, what year did Gavin Wanganeen, who was very good last night on the uh, Seven broadcast, uh, yes, win the Brownlow? Yeah, w- win the Brownlow. 2001. Oh, oh, Pierre. Yeah. Pierre, no, 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 Pierre. Oh, no. Oh, Pierre. <laughs> oh, oh, to be sure, to be sure. It was never right. going to last, was it? He, he, he's, he had a good first half well. hour yeah. and it's just <laughs> fallen away. He's, flattened he's off. been dragged. Yeah. Rolling out some old things. dragged him again. Dylan. Hey, Dylan, uh, what are you doing, mate? Just staying home, staying safe, Bill. Oh, you, you're masking up. Sound boring. Always masking up. Good on you, mate. Don't have to mask up in your own house. But we've got to do it. We've got to. If it's not on, it's not on. Bill, you don't have to mask in your own house. Well, if you want to be 100%, Jim, I do. Do you? I'll do you when you live by yourself. (laughs) Well, occasionally there's some disease barrier in there. Bill doesn't want to kill the budget. He doesn't want to scare the neighbours. 
Right. What do you eat to get? What the hell? What do you eat to get? Win the Brownlow medal, old cock. Who is it? Dylan. No, 93, Bill. 93. Yes, well done. Now, this is it, Jim. No, come on. A very quick quiz is a good quiz. Well, Dustin Johnson leading in the States, of course, one of Taylor Maid's finest. We get the dozen tour response balls and the trust putter. The trust putter is a very good one, too. Oh, yes. They just go in the hole. That's it. Andrew McLeod, who probably my favourite. Do you reckon he's the best Indigenous player? Certainly that's ever played for the Crows. Right. Andrew McLeod kicked a career high how many goals in the 1998 prelim final against the Dogs? Career high. I'll go four, Bill. No, Dill, Dill, Dill. No, a couple more than that. Oh. Brendan. Just marking schoolwork. Just marking schoolwork. Are you a teacher? Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, you'd hope so, Bill. If he's well, it could be, his, <laughs> could be homeschooling. <laughs> could be his kids' schoolwork. Homeschooling. <laughs> marking some colouring in. Yes. Yeah, no. Oh, BCE. I was good at colouring in. Yeah. So was Brian at school <laughs> when he was 22. Oh, some, <laughs> some of your after-hours stuff. <laughs> what did you do when you were 12? Uh, How many did you kick in your 158? <laughs> doing my HSC in 1979, 1980, <laughs> <laughs> That's mine. So oh, you no, like Tony Hawks. No, that's Doug Hawkins. He's got one that from Doug Hawkins. <laughs> you have, Bill. No, I haven't. Right, uh, how many goals did uh, Andrew McLeod kick in the 98 prelim final? A career high. Apparently, uh, Brendo. Um, I'm going to go four. Oh, you're not listening, Brendan. That's what uh, Dylan said. Aaron's there. Get ahead. G'day, boys. Just finished. And just a money shot as well. It was yeah. a money shot. It's a big, big one. Eddie from Q. G'day, Ed. I uh, just ended the survey, boys. <laughs> what petrol? <laughs> Uh, no, went the, uh, you can't get petrol at the servos, but I went for the sausage roll, some tomato sauce, and a jam donut. Now, mate, I don't know where you live, but if you go to the servo, you get petrol. Um, you, know, you can do that, Bill, but... <laughs> but I was hungry. All right. Andrew McLeod kick, uh, kicked a career-high Hemi goals in the 98 prelim final against the Dogs. Um, don't remember the game, but did he kick seven, Bill? He did! Hey! Oh, great well Good done. on you, mate. One question. He wins all those prizes. Uh, Thanks to our good friends at TaylorMade. Yeah, well done, Benji. And as, of course, the great team at TaylorMade, the uh, two response golf balls and the trust putter. Next, we get the news out of the best newsbreaker in the caper, uh, starting with the Bombers and what's going on there. So stick around for Hard Yakka. We believe in the Australian legend. And for McDonald's, get into Macca's today. Hot, juicy, tasty burgers made with 100% Aussie beef. Triple M rocks Saturday afternoon football. The Triple M Footy Saturday Rub for Hard Yakka, a history of hard. From McDonald's. Triple M Rocks Footy. Time to get in some news, Purple, and uh, there's lots of it kicking around. Of course, we've just finished the uh, extraordinary, however many days it was, with however many games it was. We're back to normal programming now, and yep. let's discuss a few things, Essendon being the first one. Yeah, that, that uh, footy frenzy wasn't good for the Bombers. They lost all matches in that round 9-12 to 12, uh, bracket. Uh, we'll just deal with this in a few different ways. Uh, we'll start with John Worsfold yesterday uh, making this comment about uh, Joe Danaher's availability. No, no, Joey's going great, yeah. It's a race. I made this uh, I made this point a number of weeks ago, but it's a race, Joe and the COVID vaccine. We're gonna we ask every week about them and we're waiting to see which one's gonna come to fruition first. It's a nice line, BT. I really like the way he couched it, but uh, it's out of John Worsfold's normal character oh, to it. say something like it. And I, I just sense that it's the man who knows now knows he's got uh, five matches of football left at that footy club. It's not his responsibility, the Joe Danaher issue, and he's going to now call it as he sees it. Sometimes I think we miss the straight line gags that Johnny Worsfold trots out because they appear so straight. That was another one of them there. I reckon it was it was good, good line. fun line. I liked it. I liked yeah, it. Or frustrated. Very, very sharp, I thought it was. I think, I think he's frustrated too. He just what? had enough. Oh, of Joe? Yeah. Oh, I think there was yeah. a little bit of that in yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So that's that Joe Danaher situation. Um, you've also got the John Worsfold situation itself. Uh, obviously, the succession plan with Ben Rutten. And the club is now adamant, Jack, it has been all year that he will see that time out. And I totally get that. For, for what it's worth, BT and guys, I, I would have um, at some 
some stage eased him out. Now, they're not going to, and I get that totally. But given they've made a decision for the future and that the current year has not gone to plan, I would have thought it might be a good time to just put Rutten out there, Duck, by himself. But they're not going to do that. So that's that other issue. And just before I get you to get your views on that, I do want your views. Um, Paul Brasher is about to take over as president of this club at the conclusion of the footy year. I know he's got his own sleeves rolled up now in a pretty meaningful way. He's asking questions of the football department. And Who is Paul Brasher? Paul Brasher is a, a long-time board member of the club right. prior to this. Um, a very successful businessman and, uh, yeah, a man who's well-known in the business world, but right. um, about to take over. I reckon it's smart to keep Worsfold until the end of the year. The reason being is that they've probably got a lot of unpopular decisions uh, uh, to be made still, and I think it's better to have an old coach going out bearing the grunt of that rather than dirtying a new coach coming in. Let the new coach come in, come in giving a completely fresh start, free of any baggage, I reckon, is, is a good way to go. If John Wordsfold's willing to take that on, then I think that's the way to go. I think you nailed it, PT. That's my opinion as well. I think you, why would you let him go now? They're going through a tough time. Let's not forget the Bombers, and it hasn't been spoken about much, but they're, they've got 12 automatic starters out of that team. Now, a few of them come back in uh, this Seven week. changes for tonight's game. Yeah. And, and, and they're good players. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, they, they have been hit by injury. So they, they do have excuses. They're not playing a great brand of footy. We know that. But you take 10 automatic starters out of any team, and you're going to have the same issues. They've been like that for a while now, haven't yeah, they? They seem to have injuries and they seem to have bad luck and things like that. They do need to change. Like, So, at the minute at the Bombers, we've got Ben Rutten, who's a, the senior coach. He's, he's the he's on, on what, coach. How, on how much? Oh, Bill, I haven't thought about it. it first year coach, it'd be 500,000 plus. plus. Yeah. This and year? And, and, yeah, and yeah, you've got Woosher. No. And you've got Woosher, who's a senior coach there, yeah. on... Oh, it could be double that. And it may not be quite so double. There's a lot of money, a lot of money tied money. up there yeah. on t- in two blokes. But also, both... that's on budgets that were set for 2020 in a good period, Bill. Yeah. As we but know, they're all cut back. Bill, if you're medical. suggesting they get rid of one, they're contracted, so you ain't going to... You ain't but gonna I'm get saying rid of the there's money. a lot of money tied up for two coaches when it's going to drop by three million in the soft cap next year. Uh, Gary Ablett will be forced to wait until September 1 alongside uh, Shane Edwards of the Tigers. What did they try and do, Damon? They tried to get a special exemption to go up privately, so to speak, and to, to quarantine themselves, basically, in, in a way that was going to be in keeping with the, the state government restrictions. Now, the AFL has told them that they're not going to do that. Who knocked that back? Um, I don't know whether it was the government or the AFL or a combination of both, Bill, right. but ultimately it will mean that uh, both Ablett and Edwards will not be able to get to Queensland until September 1. Do the maths on that. You add 14 days to that, or at least 13 days to that date, and then uh, they're available to then play, but mm. it won't be until very late in the home and away. Got season. a minute and a half, Houston Laddams. Yeah, I just wanted to raise it. Um, I initially didn't have any great problems with the three weeks suspension that Houston got and two weeks for Laddams that he got for breaching the COVID-19 restrictions. But upon greater reflection, Jim, and I'd like to get your view on it, um, lined up with what happened last week, this time to Elijah Taylor of the Sydney Swans, who was banned for the remainder of the year for for arguably a more serious breach, but ultimately a COVID-19 breach. I reckon they've got off a bit lightly. Well, I would. Mm. Whether I'm saying lightly or whether I'm saying grab that punishment and just don't say another word and move off yeah. uh, sideways, yeah. I might have just answered your question. But I just, yes. I'm the same. When I saw that, I went, if I'm those two, I'm grabbing that. Anyone that puts the future of the competition at risk should be out for the rest of the year. Yeah. Ken Inkley wasn't happy. No, he wasn't. It was he very was, different for yeah. a coach the way he did it. Yeah, and, and I'm glad he did for his yeah, yeah, exactly. So they've got to earn their plot, spots back in. You'd think certainly Houston would come back in, and, and I think Laddams has been going well oh, enough he, to, he, to come back in. But, but when good. you've got two big men who are going okay anyway in that team without him, it's... Uh, very, very costly in a time. And, and look, they've put themselves in a good position, but yep. very costly for them. And well done to Tex Walker too, our man, and Ben Stratton. Both play game number 200. We love them both. They're both triple M men. Yeah, contracted for next year, Tex. It'll seem he'll go on now because Matty Nix has said that as much during the week. And Strats is a watch this space because he's a different unit. Unusual. We're not sure what he'll want to do. For Coates Hire, by the way, whatever you need her, Coates Hire can make it happen. Search Coates Hire today. And for McDonald's, Triple M rocks Saturday afternoon football.